When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Write them down. It's like a like a personal contract with ourselves. Yeah, welcome to the season finale accountability session here on Write That Down, where we put a bow on the 2023-24 Write That Down season on Purple Daily. We'll do the same thing over on the OG edition on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd, and we will crown winners in the completion percentage and touchdown categories today. Are you guys ready? Yes. This is going to be chaos. This is awesome. I have a feeling this is going to be chaos. It was a wild Super Bowl weekend. A wild game. We we know that we had a bunch that came off in our favor. We'll have to see kind of where the... Well, I still think that there's probably some season-long stuff, right? There's a couple things like creep, a few things creeping around, that, yeah. That's what's going to prove, I think, to be really <laughs> intriguing because I have completely forgotten about what those things might be. And then what happens, like, when I comb through the spreadsheet, there's always one or two that slip through the couch yeah. cushions from yeah. months ago that have to be reconciled for the last day of the season. But we all we came in and there was like one percentage point completion percentage between all three of us. Oh boy, listeners were further back, and the touchdown battle still up in the air too. So we'll see where this lands. Jeb, before we get into all of the uh, write that down bells and whistles, let's talk about the bells and whistles at Quick Trip. And there are uh, there are vast amount. Of course, I've talked about the quality gasoline guarantee, but how about this? You're looking right now at offerings from Quick Trip when it comes to their take-home meals and by the way there are now new and lower prices on those as well that means that your meal time just got a whole lot easier freshly prepared in the quick trip kitchen on a daily basis chicken bacon mac and cheese fettuccine alfredo with grilled chicken that's right i'm not talking about cold sandwiches folks i'm not talking about the traditional fare that that you find at a convenience store Uh, uh, uh. quick trip quick trip takes it up several notches so when when you're getting gasoline and you're like you know what what am i going to eat for dinner i gotta just go inside a quick trip and you could take care of everything all at once amen amen we love the support from our friends over at quick trip so here's how write that down works for those of you that are maybe new to the show here it's three vikings or football related predictions from everybody each week they must be quantifiable that's pretty much the only set of rules we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns And then uh, we bring in a guest listener participant, which is going to be David today. And if you want to be on the show and make predictions, just send Declan a message through the Score North app, 
and uh, we'll get you we'll get you scheduled for some time in the coming weeks. All right. Okay. We start with Judd's accountability session as he nervously takes a drink of water here. It's pretty good, dude. It's a pretty good accountability session. Not bad. Pretty good. We'll start with the bad. You said Brock Purdy would throw two or more interceptions in the Super Bowl. Didn't throw one. I think the the only one was Patrick Mahomes third quarter, right? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I am not happy about this one, though. You said D'Amico Ryans would be NFL coach of the year. He was second to Stefanski, and I think mm. with what he did, I think he should have won it. But it, really, Stefanski had four quarterbacks. Nico Ryan injuries all over the coach. place. Team was a team was a complete joke. Took him around in a playoff team. Stefanski's won the award before. Stefanski coached them to eleven wins with four no, different quarterbacks. A, they lost their starting division. Division. I'm still happy. Very deep division. Yeah, man. Quit disrespecting Kevin Stefanski. You're just mad that he's the one that got away. No, actually, I'm not about that at all. Tomlin was the one. Tomlin is is definitely one of the ones that got away. But I, I I do think about Stefanski a little bit more these days. Two NFL Coach of the Year awards. You know, they kind of, I think they kind of, I don't know how much he had to say with the Deshaun Watson acquisition, but yeah. he's kind of stuck with that. I'm just saying, that. D'Amico Ryan's great year. Great year, baby. We almost did it. You said, and this is a touchdown, we debated this and we, we massaged it and tried to yep. figure out what you were getting at, and we landed on, Debo Samuel will be active, but he'll be seen leaving the game with an injury. The team or so the, either the game would be stopped, which it was. So you got the point right there. Uh, and or the broadcast would acknowledge the injury report and they would do like a sideline report with Tracy Wolfson or something. You got all of those things. Yeah. All of those things hit. Yeah. But then he came it was a hamstring injury and he came he back right in back. like nothing was wrong. So he's Debo, man. Super weird. And then you said, and I think I know that the this isn't the unlikeliest scenario, but I think this is a touchdown because the Chiefs were underdogs. So you said the Chiefs would essentially upset the 49ers mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes would be Super Bowl MVP. I think it's like a, a deep red zone touchdown for Judd there. Okay. And at halftime, both things looked way off base. And that doesn't factor into the... Right. But I'm just saying that, that it, it, wasn't, it wasn't like it's, you know, from the first quarter on, they dominated. So yeah. I feel good about this touchdown. I feel real good. So nice work there for Judd as he wraps up his 2023 season. You know what? I'm proud of myself. Thank you very much. Finish strong. Finish strong. Okay. Not a bad week for me here either. We'll start with the bad. I said, dude, this was a horrible beat. Horrible beat. I said at least four different 49ers players would have a 20-yard gain at the Super Bowl. Three had a 20-yard gain, and then another guy had a 19-yard gain oh. for a long. Wow. Brutal, dude. I... Brutal. And then another one had an 18-yard gain. It's almost like they conspired. Bends the breaks. Before the game, they talked about it. Yeah. I said Brock Purdy would win Super Bowl MVP. The coin toss would be tails. But I did say the 49ers would have a fourth quarter lead against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And I told you guys that Usher would put roller skates on at some point during the Super Bowl halftime show. And he did. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. The previous Very impressive. It's a touchdown. Very impressive. Correct. You said that you, you saw him do, do that at a Vegas show. 
So, uh, yeah, he, we, my wife and I were in Vegas sometime during the summer last year and mm-hmm. kind of impromptu. We said, oh, Usher, Usher's playing at MGM, Park MGM tonight. Let's, let's kick it back. Let's be nostalgic. And so we snagged some Usher tickets. Three-hour show, by the way. It was a mm-hmm. three-hour show. And he spent like 40 minutes of the show on roller skates. He basically did a whole album on roller skates. A bunch of people on roller skates. Figured, well, why would he redo his whole show, right? He'll probably take some of that show yeah. and bring it to the 12 minutes oh, of halftime. Oh, good work. Good That's scouting. smart. I like it. And he, he brought the roller skates. Sure. Okay, listeners. A mixed oh, bag wow. here for listeners. We'll start with the bad. James said Jared Allen would be, would be selected to the uh, NFL, the Pro Football Hall of Fame over the weekend. He specifically said over the weekend. And Jared Allen will have to wait again. He's very disappointed. I saw some quotes from Jared. Yeah, he's not happy at all. Marshall said Jordan Addison would win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Vinny said Jordan Addison would finish top three in Rookie of the Year voting. And Josh said the Vikings' first-round pick, Jordan Addison, would win some kind of NFL Rookie Award. He had a good season, but there was a ton of great offensive rookies. C.J. Stroud, Puka Nakua. There was guys all over the place. Zay Flowers, good season. Uh, Brandon said, before the end of this season, the Vikings will be on a preferred list for Kyler Murray. Well, the season's over. I haven't seen that report. I don't think that's happening. Okay, good talk. Yep. Um, I'll keep going here. A couple touchdowns for the listeners. Mike said, Kirk Cousins will appear on the Pat McAfee show by the end of the season. This is a buzzer beater because it happened like... The like Friday, I want to say. Yeah. Yep. That's nice, though. Nice job, Mike. Nice job, by Mike. And then Alex said the Vikings will make the playoffs. This is uh, this should have come off the board actually, like week one, because he said at the end of last year, the Vikings will make the playoffs last year. They will not make it through the division round last year, which they didn't. They got beat by the Giants in the wild card round. And then Kirk Cousins will be the week one starter in 2023. So this should have come off the board. Months ago, it is a three-item parlay, yeah, so it is a touchdown. Nice, absolutely. That one fell through the couch cushion. Happens. Nice job. And now we get to Declan, and look at all this green, dude. Oh wow! Nice. What a time to get hot, man. This is nice like a finish. Joe Flacco run from ten years Flacco. ago, man. Yep, this is my yep. Flacco run. Beautiful. We'll start with the bad. You said the Gatorade bath color of the winning team would be orange. It was purple. Man, delayed. Man, people were sweating that. It didn't happen until yeah. They like, didn't get him on the first time. They got him as he was going toward the stage, well, right? Yeah. I think I think the ending was so intense that that they didn't have it picked up in time, sure. right? Yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense. Because like if you're up by a touchdown as time expires, you got that sucker ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They were. I, I don't know if Andy Reid just kind of snuck out of there, or if they were unprepared, or if maybe they didn't know the overtime rules. That's probably more likely. I think they were the one team that did. I don't know, man. I don't think uh, Mecole Hardman knew that he scored the game-winning touchdown. He, like, threw the ball away and was kind of looking oh, around wow. at his teammates. Yeah. Oh, see, I and they had to tell him, like, go get the ball, man. Crazy. Uh, and then, okay, this is a great performance here by Declan. You almost swept all of your Super Bowl predictions. You said Ludacris would perform with Usher at the halftime show. Touchdown. Alicia Keys would join Usher during his Super Bowl halftime performance. Touchdown. Brock Purdy would go over 20 and a half completions in the Super Bowl. He did overtime, but he got it. 
23. Mm-hmm. The oh, Niners okay. would have more time of possession than the Chiefs. And Reba would go over the 84 and a half seconds. She held that last and, note. Oh, man, she did. I was sweating that one. <laughs> yeah, she buzzed through the first part of it, and you thought, oh, What man. a great performance, though. So five. Declan, in the last nice. week of the season, goes five for six with two touchdowns. Is it enough for him to clinch the completion oh, yeah. percentage? Is it enough for him to clinch the touchdowns? Let's see who wins the two I categories. Touchdowns, but a completion percentage, definitely. Ah! Congratulations to Declan Goff, completion yeah, percentage close. champion and the touchdown champion. Yeah. <laughs> nice. That's a Declan great sweeps the categories. Nice. 38% and 18 touchdowns. Take a bow. He is the write that down king of take Purple Daily. Nice. Acknowledge him. What do you know about takes, Declan? What do you know about Brock Purdy so and bad wait, and good quarterbacks? Go back to the standings. So I finished second in touchdowns. You did, yeah. Okay, I never want to hear from you bozos again how I'm a check down Charlie, <laughs> oh, he's okay? Out. I'm lashing he's out. I never want to hear out. it again. I never want to hear it again from you two. Uh, they checked down. Uh-huh, 15. In the year 2026, Brian Flores will. So, yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> it's more see? of those ones that I find hilarious. Well, I'm just saying, 15 touchdowns. 15 touchdowns. Give me, give me. Hang the my banner. Props. Hang the banner. <laughs> give me my, hang my, hang the banner. Stella, make a banner. So no, for the audio awesome. audience that can't see the screen here, so here's the final season stats. Declan, 38% completions. Judd, 35.5%. I finished with 35.3% just behind Judd. Listeners, 21.5% completions. Declan, 18 touchdowns. Judd, 15. I had 13 listeners with 12 touchdowns on the season. Career stats now going back three full seasons. Declan, 36.1% completions, just ahead of Judd at 35.1. I'm at 33.2, listeners at 22.6. I still have the all-time touchdown lead with 46. Declan, 41. Listeners, 39. And check down Judd with 33 career touchdowns all time. I won't hear it. I will not hear it. I will not be slandered any longer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But, hey, that was a really exciting season Oof. of Write That Down Predictions. Came right down to the end of the playoffs, the Super Bowl. Mm. And so we will start clean today with our first predictions for the 2024-25 season with guest listener predictor David joining in here. David, what's going on, man? Welcome to the, welcome to the season premiere of Purple Daily Write That Down Predictions. Uh, thank you, thank you. Hey, congrats, Declan, on thank a you. fantastic uh, comeback at the end of the year. And Judd, check down Charlie is no longer. Uh, <laughs> yep, exactly nothing. right. Exactly it's, right. We've had De- Declan is like the Patrick Mahomes. You you just you can't put him away. He's always going to find a way late. And Judd has blossomed into, I don't know, like it's like Alex Smith, Smith and Jim Harbaugh together yep, or something. Like, driving the ball, the ball down the field now. I'm driving the ball down deep now. You know what? Play caller. Kirk Cousins that, with Kevin O'Connell. Exactly. That's what changed. Play caller got better. So, David, uh, tell us, tell the audience, how and when and why did you become a Vikings fan? 
Well, being from Minnesota back in the late 60s, early 70s, um, when you only had four channels, um, you know, you just kind of watch what you have. So after uh, All-Star Wrestling, football came on, so there it was. But my first memory was January 4th, 1970, the first and only NFL championship for the Minnesota Vikings against the Cleveland Browns. And then it went quickly downhill after that with Super Bowl 4, 8, 9, 11. Multiple championship seasons um, or NFC championship seasons. The push off against uh, was it Bobby Bryant? Um, Nate from, Wright. Uh, Nate from Wright. Pearson. Yeah. Darren Nelson dropping the ball, the goal line. Uh, Atlanta going. Falcons. I was actually a former ticket holder for about 18 years, and I was at the 98 championship game when um, we missed the field goal. And I said to my wife, um, uh oh. <laughs> I, yep. I mean, the negativity started creeping in. In 2009, I was stationed in North Virginia. I was so confident in that fourth quarter. I had a bourbon, a cigar in the hot tub waiting <laughs> to celebrate. I still have that cigar. I have not smoked it since. Oh, I'm waiting man. for the one day. Yeah, waiting for the day. How and I was actually, that confident? Yeah, well, and I was actually scheduled to deploy about two weeks after the Super Bowl, and I actually said to my good friend, who's also a huge Viking fan from Iowa, I just want one before I die. And that was in 1998 because, or I mean, in 2009, because I didn't know if I was coming back. Yeah. No, man. So, so I'd like 10%, a... 10% of all of your proceeds today before I die, if I could. Um, yeah, we should we should so set up we. a nonprofit. <laughs> and the last one, like was, that too. Was, like I said uh, before, you guys came on live. Um, I was in Seattle when Blair Walsh missed that field goal, and I was actually at Mount Hood watching the game while my daughter was uh, working with her coaches. On she was a competitive snowboarder, and the game was going on. I was sitting with about eight guys at a table, and one gentleman said congratulations before the kick. And I said, he ain't made it yet. I, yeah. go, I, bet, he, I go, I bet you a beer he shanks it. Yep. <laughs> yep. The, uh, the entire bar obviously went crazy. Um, he went and got my beer. I picked up my beer and I screamed uh, profanity, which I'm not going to say as I walked out <laughs> and met with booze and everything else. But anyway, it was uh, that's, that that's game. I, I've told the I've told these guys the story I was at. It was the one time in. So Judd and I on Monday celebrated doing 10 years of daily content together right for, for our radio show back in the day. And we used to do Vikings vent line on the radio on 1590 SPM before we turned it into a YouTube show a few years ago. And uh, that was the only time I think in the 10, 11 year history of Vikings vent line that we didn't do a post game show because we had, for whatever reason, we had a conflict with like a gopher women's basketball game that couldn't be moved off the station. And it, the tip off started in the fourth quarter of that playoff game. So we, and, and it was, it was before we were doing YouTube. So we did, Hey, we didn't have access to the radio station. So we just aren't doing a show. And so I was watching at like a watch party with maybe 15 friends and acquaintances. Same thing, dude, people were high-fiving and celebrating as he's walking out onto the field. And I had this feeling of just creeping death come over me. And I said, like, the whole room is celebrating, and I'm just sitting in the chair staring at the TV, you know, like clutching my empty beer can or whatever. And I said, I think something's going to happen here. I, I don't know if it's like a bad – I'm just like talking. I'm, I don't know if it's a bad snap or it's like 
I just have a bad feeling about this. Phil, shut up. Phil, shut up. You're, don't put that out there. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just, I have a bad feeling about this. Uh, We've all had man. that. You can't be a, a fan of this team and ever be comfortable in situations no, like that. Can't. It's like when Favre threw the pick. It's like, this, this is too simple. And then, and then when they had 12 men in the huddle, you're like, okay. Now I see. Now there I see is. what the league script I is. Smell the now I see somewhere. what Goodell. Now I see what Goodell drew up in July for this team. Yeah, the script. Yeah. Well, it's you know it's funny when I remember when Favre threw that interception across his body, and he had a clear lane to run, and I'm screaming like probably every other Viking fan, run the damn yeah. ball. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't fall pass. forward. Just trip. Something. Trip and roll, dude. Just literally do anything. Anyways, okay, that was a, a that was a healthy pouring of salt back in old wounds. So we'll start with David. Go to Judd, Declan, back to me. We'll make three trips around the room here. So David, what is your? You get the first prediction of the 2024. Write that down season here. Write this down. Well, I was going to do an extreme check down that probably would have been equivalent to a three yard pass on fourth and eight. Um, <laughs> it would have been going against listener Danny that predicted the Viking three feet, but I thought thought that was a little too easy. So. My first prediction, right, and you can write that down, well, that there will be a credible report that the Vikings are looking at bringing in or will bring in punt god Matt Arazia for competition for Ryan Wright at um, uh, training camp. Yes. Yes. You know, he's got the connections with KOC. they both San Diego State alums. He's been cleared of all charges. Uh, right. Looks to be potentially false accusations. Yep, it's been a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. Like I could see this for yep. sure. Yeah. Could also yeah. see them doing what Thor said on Thursday last week, drafting the Iowa, the other punt god, the Iowa kid, right? So they'll yeah, they'll, they'll for sure bring in some competition. Write this down. Okay, Judd. All right, prediction number one of the 2024. Uh, write that down. Purple daily season is this. The Kansas City Chiefs will open the 2024 campaign with a Thursday night home game against the Baltimore Ravens. So they they get the Thursday game. I checked it. Baltimore's on their home schedule. Coming up next. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Uh, So they will play the Ravens in the Thursday night opener. Here's a guy. Okay, over to Declan for your first prediction of the season. All right, I'm going to take uh, our first episode of Purple Daily Today where we gave some free agent ideas for the Vikings and say this. Write it down. The Vikings will have reported interest in Tony Pollard this offseason. They will have okay. reported interest in Tony Pollard this offseason. Write it down. And as we get into these sort of reported, because these can be a little gray area, yeah. sort of subjective, it, if we need to take it to the – to the legal committee led by lawyer Chase, we can, but it's usually a credible report. Yeah, we'll know it. Shefty, Rappaport, Pelissero. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll know yeah, it. if it's like, uh, you know, NFC North News with three S's or something on Twitter, like that guy that puts out fake news, we can, we can debate it, but okay. Write this down. Okay, write this down. I'm going to go in a similar direction here. So the... The league year, or, or I should say the the first day of actual free agent signing ability where you can sign free agents is a month from today. The legal tampering window technically opens on March 11th. So I'm going to say before March 11th, there will be a credible report that Kirk Cousins and the Vikings are 
far apart or like this is where it gets subjective. I'll say are far apart on contract negotiations. So he will not he will not resign with the Vikings between now and March 11th. Obviously, based on this prediction, and there will be a, rec- a report that the Vikings and Kirk Cousins are far apart okay. in some form. Okay, so if it's and I'll, I'll take it to you guys. If it's they're negotiating, but there might be progress being made or close, that, that doesn't, doesn't count. count. It has to be like someone is reporting, yeah. uh-oh. Wide gap. There's a gap, and okay. Kirk is exploring his options in some form. I get it's kind of subjective, so I'll bring it to the committee if I, if I see a report. Write this down. Okay, back to David. Second prediction. Second prediction. You can write that down. Russell Wilson will end up signing with the Las Vegas Raiders. Um. I think Sierra wants to start performing again. What better place than Las Vegas? A residency for her husband and her. Yeah. yeah. They're also close to Seattle where they own part of the Seattle Sounders and try to stick it to the Broncos a couple times a year. So I I think uh, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. People keep pointing to the Steelers, but the Raiders, for a lot of reasons, make some sense for sure. And then he'll have Devontae Adams, so he'll have a a, a built-in number one receiver there too. Oh, could definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Judley. All right. Write this down. Kirk Cousins will take out a full page ad in the Star Tribune to thank Vikings fans once he is signed elsewhere as a free agent. And I'm going to put an end date August 1st. So my guess is he would do it quickly, but like it could, you know, it could be. July is training camp nears, right? I just want to say as I sure. embark on a new career with my $110 million fully guaranteed contract here in Atlanta, that I that, that, that Julie and I and the kids, thank you. God bless, Kirk. Something like that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, the, right the Star now. Tribune is an interesting – why Star Tribune over other platforms? Because guys still take out ads in news or, or full page is in newspapers. Like, and he's I, a little old school. Well, know? it's got to be something. Like he could write something. Players Tribune, but he just seems like a guy who who would take out a full page to say thank you. Okay, it's just a gut feeling. What's the picture going to be off the record? Kirko chains shirtless. No, no, it'll either be of him having played or him with his family. It could be him maybe celebrating the that NFC champion. I mean, Julie will play a role here oh. too. Like, don't like like this just won't be. Hey, thanks from me, Kirk. Yeah. This will be my family loved it. Julie and I and the kids oh, will miss you. It, all. it could be a picture of the Vikings celebrating the second playoff win. <clears throat> you know, I'm, oh, I I oh. am go- doing a goodwill oh, no. Kirk prediction here, <laughs> and you had to step in and muddy it with your terrible hate what what if it's a picture of him signing one of his ironclad contracts and smiling with his agent i'm not i'm not doing this anymore no i'm not doing this anymore i'm divorcing myself from this negativity Declan, what's your second all right second prediction for me uh i'm gonna make a couple draft i'm gonna start stacking some draft predictions as we get closer to the draft i'll write this one down to start the chargers will trade the fifth overall pick they will not make their pick at five. They will trade the fifth overall pick. <clears throat> the charges. See okay. a trade down. Write this down. Yep. That would make some sense because they can probably still get that tight end. They can get one of the, if they're looking for a weapon, they can get, there's three receivers. There's the tight end, Brock Bowers. They could get one of those guys moving down. They're also in, the Falcons. Uh, they're in significant cap hell. So maybe just stack a couple first round picks to make life a little bit easier as you build out your roster too. Some rookie scale contracts mm-hmm. 
couldn't hurt there. Okay, write this down. I am buying the J.J. McCarthy climb up the board steam here. So I feel like at the start of this process, a lot of like second round J.J. McCarthy steam, and then like maybe late first round. So I'm going to say this. J.J. McCarthy, well, you guys can help me on this. Is it a home, is it a touchdown if I predict that he will be a top 10 pick? J.J. McCarthy, right now? I think so. It's okay um, if it's a no. It'll, it's clo- It's borderline because he's picked up so much steam in the past okay. week. You know, I'll just play it safe then because I'll check this down a little bit. I'll say top 13. J.J. McCarthy will be a top 13 pick yep. in the NFL draft. Okay. We'll see. I might evolve that as we go. Write this down. His, oh, I can. think his stock is only going to climb. Mm-hmm. Thursday, we can talk more about it tomorrow. All right, back to uh, David here for your third and final prediction. Yeah, I was actually kind of going that same routine, maybe him being number five. Maybe we, we can trade up uh, with um, Harbaugh. We have a relationship with him. Tell him we're going to jab JJ and get a uh, number five pick so he gets more money. But um, that might be too far. But write this down. The Vikings will sign two of the three following free agents. Tier Tart, defensive tackle. Blake Cashman, linebacker. Andrew Van Ginkle, edge. Two of the three. Van Ginkle would be a blast, man. Just the name, the hair. Blake. I like, actually, we need them all, to be honest with you. So, Blake yeah. was a former golfer, right? Mm-hmm. Blake yep. mm-hmm. yep. I like, so you said two out of those three guys, David? Two out of those three. Yeah. Those, those guys are all fairly economical options, too. You're not paying $20 million a year for Andrew Van Ginkle. So no, and you need $25 million a year for Hunter, maybe, or $50 million a year for Cousins. So what the hell? Yep. Yeah, I'll do it. 60, whatever it takes. Whatever yeah. it is. Slide that blank check and say, we trust you, Kirk. We trust you. Put whatever you want. Put whatever you need on that on that dotted line. David, great stuff. Uh, great taking us through your decades of Vikings misery, too. We appreciate that. Since you've thank got you. this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this moment? Sure. Um, my wife and daughter, who unfortunately are Packer fans, are dealing with my uh, Viking obsession. Mm. Um, tattoo artist that I had. I, I had the Super Bowl trophy and the Viking uh, tattoo right here with 33 below it. No. He covered it up, so I have the uh, lovely, oh. lovely uh, Viking ship now. So I don't oh, man. For that. That what needs to happen? What, what needs to happen for us to, to do it again? Maybe not this year, but like, how about like a 2025? Super Bowl, a predictive tattoo for you. Well, if Danny has his way, we'll get the next three. So what we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Uh, I also want to apologize for all my friends in my life in the military and everything else who I've drug into Viking purgatory. Um, so, yeah, it's just been uh, a lot of people who follow the Vikings uh, and because of uh, my obsession and probably regret the hell out of it. So. Mm. Well, great work here, David. We appreciate you coming on, and we'll look to do it again sometime. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. All right. There he is, guest listener, predictor, David. Great stuff. Decades of Vikings misery. The predictive tattoo is ballsy as hell. (laughs) If you had to get a predictive Vikings tattoo, Super Bowl, what year would you put on it right now? Oh, boy. The problem is the Wills would say 2024. Yeah. Yeah, that's the exactly. Do it exactly. Again. Could could I get the Super Bowl? Could I get a Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy with no date yet and just a TBD? 
it's it's going to be TBD for the rest of your life. No, I know, I but mean, at that least could be, that could a... be the bit, right? TBD. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> whenever Patrick Mahomes retires, whenever uh, whenever that would be. <laughs> but I feel there will be another one, you know, like a Brady. It's like yeah. when Brady's done playing. Now it's, well, hold on a second. That's when Mahomes is done playing. Who's going to be well, the you, next you, There could be one in this draft, but you can't, you can't. People are always like, uh, might, maybe it's the next ponder. Maybe it's the next Patrick Mahomes. Take a swing. Uh, Judd, let's uh, talk about losing weight here for a second before we make our final predictions. How can people lose weight that listen to this podcast? Write this down. I mean this literally. Write this down. Livia Weight Control Centers is going to help you drop the, the excess pounds. Their sports dead right there down 40 pounds thanks to a program that I'm going to tell you right now from first-hand experience. And a lot of people who watch this show know exactly this. It works. And here's the best part. It not only works, but have I got an offer for you. Three months for free. That's right. If you join today, your first three months are going to be for free. So if you're on the couch right now and you're thinking, I got to drop some weight, how Livia works and you're going to get three months free and you're just going to be getting started on a program that's going to get you back into all those clothes, going to get you feeling great. It's going to get you looking great. And it's this simple. Just call them 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or go to their website, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. If you're outside the state and you're thinking, well, Judd, that sounds great, but I'm in Tennessee. I can't join. Uh, 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 not so fast. Yes, you can, because the whole thing, the whole program can be done virtually. Livia.com. Take it from me. Take it, to, take it from a lot of people who watch our show, Purple Daily, that this program works and that we have had a lot of personal success stories. Amen. Uh, speaking of success stories, uh, we should put together a list of people who have successfully contacted Zero Res and got their carpets deep cleaned for the first time, their homes deep cleaned. That list would be very long because on Google, Zero Res has a 4.9 out of 5-star rating with 17,000 reviews. So take their word for it. Zero Res does a great job. You can see their vans roaming around the Twin Cities. If you ask for the Score North Special, you can get three rooms Zero Resified starting at just $119 and a free hallway. And this month, take $75 off when you get your Air Ducts Zero Res clean. Call 952-ZERO-RES or ZeroResMinnesota.com and say you want the Score North Special. Spell it forward or backwards. It spells the same. Zero res. Write it down. You like writing things down. Judd, your third and final prediction. All right. My third and final prediction. I'm going to stay on the um, schedule path here, and I'm going to give you this. Write this down. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota Vikings game in London. Mm-hmm. Still no date on that. Still no opponent on that. The Minnesota Vikings game in London will be against the Indianapolis Colts. That sounds so, like a blast. Well, but no, it's a home game for the Vikings. Gardner, Gardner Minshew revenge. It's game? a home game for the Vikings, and I was scroll and I was going through yeah. schedules through opponents yesterday. And your two your two options now. Houston's coming to town. You could give them Houston, mm-hmm. but if I'm the Vikings, I want Houston here. Young quarterback, up and coming yeah. team. See, and look, the people in London got to be happy with what they get, right? Like I ain't giving yeah. them. Yeah, they don't it's care. One thing, Take whatever we feed you. I mean, it's one thing yeah, for me to give blokes. you a home game. Like we're giving up a home game. Now it's a ninth game, but we're giving up a home game. But you're gonna take. I'm not gonna fly you filet bleeping mignon, right? <laughs> like I'm gonna fly you a a, a, a sandwich. They're, I mean, their bar for food is pretty low. Yeah, we're gonna give you some kind of Very stale low. beef and some like mashed potatoes. And the Cardinals. Substance. The Cardinals, I was trying to decide between the Cardinals and Colts, and I think they'd probably give them an AFC team. 
Some rubbish. Give them some rubbish. Hell, I, I would bet there's more Jags fa- Jaguar fans in London and Europe than there are in actually Jacksonville. So I mean, Oh, absolutely, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah. the and team I'm they've the seen the most, right? Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, and I'm going to send, send them another AFC opponent, the Colts. Plus, I mean, we don't need to see the Colts, right? I like to see no, Anthony Richardson, like, I, but yeah, no, that's fine. Well, a- Anthony Richardson could make that franchise a lot more fun, but has that been one of the most like milk toast, boring teams in the league basically yeah. since Peyton Manning left, right? And I'd rather get C.J. Stroud than Richardson, I think. And I don't think that now the Cardinals make some sense, but I decided on the basis of a conference game from the Vikings. I think I'd rather play a AFC team, and I'm sure that the Vikings at least have some type of say, right? You would like think they got to so. ask him. Yeah, well, they're not they're not sending like Vikings and Lions or right. like Vikings and Vikings Packers, Packers in London. Yeah, in yeah. London, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Write this down. All right, Declan. All right, last one for me. Write this down. Another draft prediction on the Vikings side, though. The Vikings will not take, will not draft a cornerback on day one or day two of the draft. I don't think it'll happen on. I think day one's a bunt. I why would the, why the hell would they take one in day one? But in day two of the draft, it could be up there. But I will say the Vikings will not draft Ooh, a like cornerback this. in day one or day two of the NFL draft. I like this because there's a fighting chance the Vikings might not even have a day two pick. Oh, that's true too. I could like if they trade yeah. back into the first round to get a quarterback, you're probably going to have to give up your second round pick, and they don't have a third round pick already, right? Correct. Yeah. Or they so, could, you know, they could trade down from like their eleven, obtain sure. another day two pick, and now I have a couple stabs at this, but uh. Yeah. yeah, I'm mm-hmm. just saying it's a savvy it's a savvy prediction you. because well, you're taking a chance. This is what he's fading. He's fading a position. This is what okay. happens, you know. Raging, defending, undisputed. Oh God! So you were prepared. He's going to be obnoxious. So you were completely prepared for this, and you've got a button button. Yeah, I cut up that. I love how Declan at the beginning of the episode was like biting his nails, pretending to bite his nails, like oh, there's drama. Meanwhile, he's cut yeah, up all yeah, of these like wrestling clips to celebrate. his victory. I did that this morning. I don't think he knew he won the touchdown. I don't think he knew he won the touchdown t- title, but no, I he, but I was he, sure he won the completion percentage title. So acknowledge him, yeah, acknowledge him. Okay, here's my final prediction here. Right this before down. we crown another winner in our playoff quarterback cesspool challenge, and I just found a wild mock draft from a very credible mocker too. So we've got a lot to get to before the end of the show. But here's my final prediction, boys. I think it's going to be hard for Sisyphus to push that rock back up the hill again in San Francisco. I'm going to say the 49ers miss the playoffs next season. The wow. San Francisco 49ers will wow. miss the playoffs next season. Off to go that far, overtime, game on the line, aging roster. Off the record, how much trouble is the coach potentially in then? It depends on how ugly it gets. I mean, if it's like a tr- total train wreck and guys are just like the roster has gone over the age cliff and guys are just not fully bought in because of what happened this year. You know, Mike Florio had a great pontificating piece on pro football talk yesterday, essentially saying Kyle Shanahan might need to be the next Andy Reed mm-hmm. where he's banging on the door with his first franchise for a decade. I Philadelphia. That on Sunday. He stole my stuff. Did you tweet it before he wrote it? Yeah. Oh, did you? I tweeted it Sunday. He probably saw it. He probably follows you, right? And also, I believe, brought it up on Son Monday. Of a... On, on yeah, Purple did. Daily. You did. I, so, yeah. Florio, I want mine. Send him a note. Give him my him flowers. 
but you could I could see that happening. Like miss the playoffs. That division two, the Rams are getting better. The Rams kind of reset there for a yeah. minute. Now they're getting better. You know, Seattle, it kind of depends. They're in transition mode with a new coach. And we'll see what happens with the Cardinals. But, you know, the 49ers are not just walking through that division again. The Packers, in, in terms of like wild card spots in the league, the Packers take a step forward. The Lions aren't going anywhere. Ooh, I like it. So I'm going to say Niners miss the playoffs, and we'll see what happens with Kyle Shanahan. Dude, he will get hired in five seconds if they fire him. But everything runs its course well, in the National if he, Football Perhaps league. if he's going to be the next Andy Reid, the Vikings will pounce on him. He will what draft happened? a quarterback here. What happened? Did the Chiefs, is it Todd Haley? Yeah, who, I think the, it was. who did the Chiefs fire? It's been a long time. Haley. I think it was Todd Haley. Okay. Dude, I mean, if let's say the Vikings kind of flounder a little bit, the problem is if you draft a quarterback and you are competitive at all whatsoever, you're going to keep going forward with Kevin O'Connell. But let's say that let's let's say they bring Kirk back for a year, and they go like Michael Penix in the second round, and it's just a bunch of uncertainty, and they go seven and ten again, and Kyle Shanahan's available. Well, I'm getting mind, way ahead of myself keep in mind, here. O'Con- but O'Connell and Quazy have four year contracts. Like I can't. They I won't go into a fourth year lame duck. Probably, and right? I can't emphasize like when you look at what guys get for, for contracts. The Carolina coach and somebody else got six years. Four no. years is nothing. Yep. So I just got ten steps ahead. There's a million things that would have to happen, but my first yeah. step is How the Niners will miss the playoffs. Next year. How dare you take that step? <laughs> That's not our job here. At Reckless speculation. So there's the there's the season. The season debut or the uh, season Declan. premiere, I guess. Thank you. Great finish. Declan. Great finish. Dude. I think I won well, last year, too, right? Deserve all the credit you get. Hang those banners. I think I won last year in Purple Daily, too. So, yeah. Did you? I, th- I believe so. Here, I got the standings. I always forget who wins year to year. But Purple Daily 2022. Let's open up the spreadsheet here. I think I won completions. I don't think I won. Declan, thir- no, uh, 30, yeah, 36% completions. I won the touchdown battle last yep. year. And then in 2021... It was wow! It came down to hundreds of a percentage. That's Judd right. thirty four point five six percent over Declan's thirty four point five three percent. Listeners won the touchdown battle in two thousand twenty one. That was get the my first. title back. That's what I got to do. <laughs> well, maybe you can pick up another title here because Ooh. the postseason finale of the quarterback cesspool challenge came down to Judd versus me for. The winner, Declan, already won the regular season going away. But uh, every week during the regular season and the postseason, we celebrate bad quarterback play in the NFL by trying to identify the lowest QBRs for that week on a 0-100 to scale. And here's the result, boys. Judge Zolgad picking Brock Purdy is your Super Bowl slash playoff champion in the quarterback cesspool challenge. Wow. Hang another banner. I was very unsure of this. Speech, speech. I was very unsure of this. I would like, well, here's what I would like to thank Patrick Mahomes for really for him playing like dog for like two plus quarters and then being phenomenal. I'd like to thank Brock for trying. Um, Brock and I will both hang a banner of a very, very small amount of satisfaction. His appearance in the Super Bowl and mine in this very hollow victory. Brock Purdy with a 69.8 QBR in the Super Bowl, which is very respectable. But Patrick Mahomes, the GOAT, 75.8. So Judd gets the championship of the playoffs. I win nothing. Nothing at all whatsoever. Besides Uh, undying gratitude. A a hearty congratulations and more applause from our button bar. Thank you. (laughs)
And you also get this mock from Chad Reuter, NFL.com. What you get? This one, I love this. Whereas ESPN is telling everyone who does a 1.0, no trades, no trades. <laughs> I love you can't how, do trades this early, right? I love how Fields sold out his editors. That's awesome. Meanwhile, the league-run website has like six different mockers, including Chad Reuter. I believe it's Reuter. Is it Reuter? Chad Reuter? Reuter? I, R- we've had him on the show. We should probably know this. I, I believe I believe we it's have? Reuter. Yes, we've had him on the show. Chad Reuter. No recollection of Chad. Yeah, I figured. But yes, we had him on the show a couple show. years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. I, th- I, oh, I don't yeah, think I was, was on the show. You guys had him on, and I was he gone. Was on sort that of, he was sort of dry. I don't think he was a ton of fun because when when we we had Daniel Jeremiah on, he came in and slung fastballs. It was awesome. What's his name? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's stunk. No, he was fine. He was just sort of dry. Ugh. I just like it when when they come on and have more fun. Chad didn't seem to be in, into fun. Doesn't well, ma- ma- maybe he maybe he found a fun consultant because the headline of this draft, this mock draft, three round NFL mock draft, including five first round trades. I love Chad now. Love Chad. <laughs> Chad, Chad come the back on the show. Come Chad, back. you're the man. So okay, let's go through it. He's got Caleb Williams going to the Bears at one. Jaden Daniels going to the Commanders at two. And on the clock at three, the Chicago Bears. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Trading up with the New England Patriots from what, nine? The Chicago Bears with the third overall pick select Marvin Harrison Jr. See, this is my, this is actually a fear. This is how you use your draft capital, by the way. Right. Oh, God. Just yeah. bully your way up yep. and. Go get bully Marvin draft. Harrison Jr. Like bully ball with the Wolves? You got bully draft. And then we have another projected trade Chad. with the Cardinals trading out of the four spot. Now that Marvin Harrison Jr. is out, they're like, well, we can bail back now. So the Denver Broncos have leapt into the fourth spot. They are now on the clock. Yeah. And they select out of North Carolina, Drake May. So Caleb Williams Bears, Jaden McDan- uh, Daniels, Commanders, Marvin Harrison Jr., Bears, and then Drake May, Broncos. Chargers stand pat at five and take Brock Bowers, the Georgia tight end. Giants take Jared Verse, the Florida State edge rusher, at six. Mm-hmm. Titans take Joe Alt, Notre Dame offensive tackle, seven. Falcons at eight. Select Alabama cornerback Terry and Arnold. The Patriots, who've traded back to nine. In their slot, they take... Penn State offensive tackle Olu Fashanu. The Jets take Talise Fuaga with the 10th overall pick, and that puts the Vikings on the clock with the 11th overall pick. Where, according to friend of the show, Chad Reuter. Always loved him. The Vikings select Alabama edge rusher Dallas Turner. I want a mock! Mock! Let's keep going because this is actually a three-year-old. We'll, we'll at least take you through. Some of the other highlights here. Cardinals take Malik Neighbors, LSU wide receiver at 12. J.J. McCarthy goes 13th to the Raiders. So he gone. Okay. Let's see here. I see. I got Eagles making a trade, getting the Oregon center. I'm just scrolling, scrolling for quarterbacks here. There's the other trade. It's the, well, it's the Seahawks. They already made that trade. Uh, Chiefs trading up with the Packers to get Keon Coleman, Florida State wide receiver. Bill's making a trade. It's crazy. 
Okay, second round. Let's get to the second round here. See if Chad's slinging fastballs in this too. Uh, he's got the Minnesota Vikings trading up to the 33rd pick. Okay. The Vikings are on the clock with the first pick in the second round to start the day. Yep. They've had all night to think about what they want to do for day two. And they move up in a trade with the Carolina Panthers to select quarterback out of Oregon, Bo Nix. I want to mock. Mock. I want to. There's no write-up, so. Bo Nix, huh? All right. Why are we all so down on Bo Nix? Is it just because we're, you know, we're reading stuff that he didn't play that well Tyler, in the practice Tyler or the combine? Or, explanation. He can't make the throws down the field. He's, on he's why like he a one read guy. Actually, the the Oregon offense that he played in, according to Tyler, was basically a college. Um, what, what's the what's the term I'm thinking of? It was. It it's an unsustainable pro offensive approach, and and at his previous stop, which was what Auburn, I believe, mm-hmm. when when he was asked to make pro reads and throws, he struggled. He struggled big time. Oregon essentially tricked up things. That's the term I'm looking for. Tricked Oregon tricked tricked up. They they tricked up the car, and Bo Nix thrived. Yep. And and Tyler's explanation is if you that you can't do that in this league and I trust Tyler and Thor way more than I do. Cause they can give you explanations of why Yeah, that concerns me. But there's, you know, I mean, and those guys, like those guys don't bat a thousand uh, when they go through 500 players too. So I just, I, I think we have to be a little careful about if NFL teams think Bo Nix is a borderline first round pick or second round pick, he's not garbage. So I, the, I've, I can sense a lot of Bo Nix slander in Vikingsville here. I get very concerned about the draft process because of a couple things. One is teams get sold a bill of goods in the mental aptitude stuff. And they're not smart enough to know that they're not smart enough to know. So they buy into, they essentially buy into the coaching done by agents with players. The other thing that concerns me is the old, the old thing I've talked about a lot, the relationship thing, which is I can fix this player. Yeah. He's got some shortcomings, but I can fix this player. You can fix some things. I think sometimes teams get far too confident about how much they, they can fix. Yeah. So, all right. Bo Nix in the second round and uh, and then Dallas Turner in the first round there for the Vikings, according to Chad Reuter, NFL.com, friend of the show. Thanks for hanging out with us on this season premiere of Write That Down 2024 season. We just want the Vikings to win just one Super Bowl before we die.